BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys. Hello. Welcome back to What We Said Podcast. I'm JC. And I'm Chelsea. And... We have got a fun episode for you guys today. So happy holidays, because it's December now. I love Christmas. Happy holidays. (laughs) Pretty good, actually. (laughs) I love Christmas so much. My absolute favorite time of the year. It always flies, like from summer to Christmas, I feel like goes by in one second. So fast. Fall is the fastest season, for sure. But it's so fun. Um, I was going to ask you, I know you are vegan now, but do you like eggnog? Like the taste of eggnog. Did you ever like that growing up? Yeah, I up? used to love eggnog. Have you ever had the coconut milk, like dairy-free no, eggnog? but um, someone was just telling me about that. It's so good. It's I like, I actually like it more than regular eggnog because Is it's... Is it called coconut nog? Uh, I actually don't know what it's called. Oh. But that it's... was such a dad joke. I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> but it's just... You know how eggnog is really thick? This one's like lighter and like thinner, but it still has the taste of eggnog and it's really good. I know huh. there's a bunch of different companies who make it, so I'm not actually sure the one that I got last year, but yeah, you're going to have to try it. Hmm. So what's on your Christmas list, JC? <sighs> Leif just asked me that and I have no idea. Me neither. Usually I have it planned since October, what I want for Christmas, but... I don't I really know. I kind of was thinking... Well, Leif wants a snowboard. Remember yesterday? Oh, yeah. Like, we walked in yesterday to our... Oh, I'm like, our home. <laughs> to our home. No, to JC's office. And on the computer, the screen was... was like a new snowboard that yeah. he wants. And I'm like, yeah, it's that's just open as we walk subtle in. Subtle hint to me. <laughs> so anyway, he wants a snowboard. I know that. And he's like, so maybe let's just do one big Christmas present each. But I couldn't... I'm like, I don't really know what I would want. That's like one thing. I was thinking maybe just like a nice piece of jewelry because I'm trying Mm. to I would love to just have jewelry that I wear every single day that's just nice that like doesn't turn my finger green you know Mm -hmm. Leif got me a nice ring I think last year for my birthday Mm -hmm. and I've worn it every single day (laughs) (laughs) um and wait can we talk about the fact that someone messaged you and was like oh my gosh where did you find your fake Cartier ring yeah they're yeah they're like (laughs) Yeah, they're like, where's your, uh, car- where'd you get your Cartier ring? Like, I don't want to spend the money either on it. And I was like, like, I've been looking for a fake one. Where did you find yours? Yeah. And I was like, She's oh, like, awesome. <laughs> I was like, it's real, actually. It's like the one expensive thing I own that's like, anyway. So I, I've been wanting to just like collect or like gather a collection of nice, nice jewelry. jewelry that I can wear every single day. Because to me, Seriously. that's so much more worth than more worth it than buying like a bunch of $30 things and then losing them all the time Mm -hmm. like I'd rather just have a few nice things so I was thinking maybe I would just ask for like a nice ring or a nice necklace or something that I can wear every day yeah but that's like really the only thing I can think of I'm not like that's so funny I feel like we're on the same wavelength because well I guess because we've been talking about jewelry so much yeah (laughs) we will send each other the most expensive diamond necklace or something and be like I want this one it's like three thousand (laughs) dollars as if I would ever spend that on that. I know. But it's very stunning, so. Yeah. I just love jewelry lately. I know. It just makes me feel of worth. (laughs) (laughs) It honestly makes every outfit, this is what I was realizing, jewelry is like, it makes every outfit stand out so much more. Because I was looking at a a photo that you took of me the other day, Mm -hmm. and it was like kind of nighttime and during sunset. Yeah. But I had like a bracelet on, earrings on, a ring on 
and like two necklaces on yeah and i'm like that literally made the outfit the look good and yeah. it like made the picture yeah because it was it just like gives it that extra thing mm-hmm. and i feel like if you're just wearing like a t-shirt that you find from goodwill and like cute thrifted pants but if you have like good jewelry it's yeah. like you just look put, put together, together and it just looks I so know. good it's funny because i never wear jewelry i rarely wear well i guess i always have like my wedding ring and i have um a couple rings that i wear all the time and then I have my necklace that I have that I wear all the time. So but actually always your ring. I'm like, and then I also have my diamond <laughs> earrings. No. Well, I mean, I just never wear a long necklace. Yeah. I always wear just my tiny gold like chain But that's necklace. my favorite is the dainty stuff that you can yeah, wear every day. Well, and then I was just... going to say when I don't wear this necklace, because it says Nick on it, it's like tiny. And when I don't wear it, when I'm wearing like a t-shirt and jeans, I'm like, hmm, I'm a teenage boy. Like I need to have something that's. Yeah, just like something that gives know. it that little pop. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only thing I can honestly think of. I I honestly don't even know. I have no idea what though. Like I haven't picked a certain thing that I'm like, this is the jewelry that I want. Yeah. So we'll see. What's on your Christmas list? You don't just really have no idea? Yeah, I'm trying to think this is a perfect time for me to say it so my husband knows, but I don't even know. Honestly, I see a puppy. That would be the best, <laughs> but. I feel like I wait until I never learn my lesson I always wait until mid-December to buy gifts for people really always I never buy like because during Thanksgiving in November Mm -hmm. me and Leif were like we should buy everything now like Mm -hmm. for everyone for anyone that we're buying gifts for like let's think of it now and get it shipped to our house Mm -hmm. or go out and buy it and then we just didn't and now I'm like oh well this is the situation I'm in every year I don't know why I don't learn my lesson but yeah anyway well the thing about me is gift giving is one of my top love languages so you love to give gifts yeah even if it's not like a crazy new car or something just little gifts (laughs) so that'd be casual so I love Christmas so much and I methodically write down like people's names and like write down in my notes I already have like what I'm gonna get everybody and oh that's so thoughtful I look like I love looking for gifts and I pride myself on getting good gifts for people like especially in my like my family we do so there's six kids so we don't buy each other like every single sibling a gift each year we like pick one person and so everyone always wants me and Nick to buy them presents because we always everyone else in my family gets them something dumb like a well not dumb but something kind of funny like last year I think my brother got my sister like a Harry Potter wand or something yeah just like kind of like funny little thing that you can use and I'm always like it's more useful gung-ho I think about it for like two months so I'm the best (laughs) I'm the best child no but that's fun no I love Nick I'm like I already know what I'm gonna get him I've haven't bought it yet but I just don't know what I want yeah well start brainstorming it's coming up yeah I love Christmas so much. Yeah. Really quick. Boy, do I have a story for you. <laughs> so I hesitate. I hesitated even sharing this because I'm like, eh, is it worth sharing? But I honestly think it's just so crazy and I wanted to, I just want to share it. So you want to vent. Yeah. I want to vent to my fam out there. So I w- also, I wanted to show the behind the scenes of sometimes what happens when you're like a business owner and yeah. the, whatever. So if you didn't know, Leif and I sell my presets. So we sell presets for photos for Lightroom, desktop version, and a mobile pack as well. And this has actually happened a few times, which is why I bring it up because I just think it's so crazy that people do this. So people will message us and be like, um, your company charged my card, my credit card. I have no idea what this is. Like there's this charge on my credit card. Um, yeah, I, I didn't make this purchase, like refund me immediately. And they're always super rude and intense about it. It's never, oh, hey, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. It's always just like, refund me immediately. This is an outrage. Mm -hmm. And we're just like, what the heck? Okay. So we start looking at would How would you find their credit card information? Yeah. So that's the funny part. As if you're some dark web person. Well, that's the funny part. Because it's like, you think that we found your name, your email, your birth date, your credit card information, your billing address. And we're trying to scam $50 off of you. It makes absolutely no sense that yeah. that would even be possible. Mm-mm. It's like, how did all your information get inputted into a website? It makes no sense. And furthermore, if someone was trying to scam you, so that's what they're claiming, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like, someone scammed me like I didn't make this purchase. It's like, okay, well then why is your 
email address attached to it. Yeah. Because if someone was trying to scam you, like if someone took your credit card information, but they wanted the presets, they would send it to their own email or a different email than yours so they could receive the presets. Yeah. So it makes absolutely no sense. But anyway, this has happened a few times. And one of the times um, we went to the girl's profile, which look up her name on Instagram, straight up using my presets. Because you know how like my (gasps) presets are kind of a specific look. Yeah. You can tell when people are using them. Obviously, that's why they buy them. Right. And so, so obvious. It's like, when she sent the email ago three day or when she sent the email like three days ago, that's when her feeds changed to like warm tones and it's like my presets and she's like, I have no idea what this is. Like refund me immediately. And we're like, How dishonest yeah. can you get? Like that is so crazy. So anyway, this girl just did this to us this weekend and she was getting into a web of of lies. Of lies like oh, it's under this random person's name. And we're like, well, how did you have access to his email? Because she sent yeah. us the like confirmation. She's like, oh, well, it's actually my boyfriend. And we're like, okay. So, you're- so the scammer f- bought your identity and your boyfriend's identity. Yeah. No, so then, so we're like, well, we're just confused how this happened. Like, can you give us more information? Because we're just confused. And then she's like, okay, his sister accidentally bought them on his phone, um, but he doesn't want them and he doesn't even know what they are. Oh and like, my god! Just this whole thing, and I'm like, girl. And it says no refunds on our website, so it's like, okay. Do you realize that anyone could say that? Anyone could buy the presets and be like, this is an accident. I didn't mean to buy this. It's like you can't just refund no. them because you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, so and then I was talking to my photographer about this, and she was like, oh my gosh, I used to work for this clothing uh, company, and this girl did something similar where and I guess this is a common thing that people will do is she bought a whole, like a bunch of clothes from this company and then claimed that she never got the package and was like refund me immediately I never got the clothes like a bunch of money worth of clothes so they refund her or whatever and then they go on her Instagram and she's wearing all the outfits <gasps> it's like first of all don't be dumb enough to post in the outfit. Yeah, and it's not. Dumb. It's also it wasn't like Nordstrom. It was like yeah. a smaller boutique. So it's like okay, really? Yeah, that's so dumb. It's so bad. It's I just so like crazy. do not understand. Yeah, like I understand that not everyone's in a position because I always tell like I'm like it's fifty dollars. Yeah, like I get that that's a lot of money, but it's not a thousand. It's yeah. not like you just like really took a hit it's like Mm -hmm. okay it's 50 bucks and it was your choice to buy them yeah that's the thing it's not someone didn't force you to yeah you went into this thinking oh i can get my money back i'll just tell them i'll just Mm -hmm. tell them i never got them i'll just tell them this and that and it's like here's the thing is for people who have worked in customer service like either as a waitress or maybe at a call center i have been i've worked at a food place i've worked at like i've been a barista i've been I've worked at call centers. I've multiple call centers. I've worked at in retail. People, customers are heinous. They're crazy. They are so rude. Okay, not all. Not of them, all, obviously, of them. but there have been some amazing customers as well and people that are so nice. But here's the trick if you don't already know, be nice to people and you probably will get what you want. I know. Like when people would call into a call center and be like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know why this happened. I, I really apologize. Like I, and then they're very grateful for you helping them. Yeah. And they say, Oh, thank you so much for doing all that you can. You're going to be willingly go over, you know, the edge for them. Like, Hey, okay. Yeah. Let's, let me look into this for you. Let right, me do this when they're like, so nice. above and beyond. Yeah. But I just, I can't. Well, and it's funny because I was saying also this to life is that the people who are the rudest are the dishonest ones like they're mm-hmm. like refund me this immediately they're trying to and you're like oh my gosh and then you realize they're lying mm-hmm. like when you look into it start investigating it's like oh and you're lying yeah and you're being so rude and defensive because you know that you're lying yeah this okay i have to read one more i have to read this this um email that we got of course i will never say people's names but this girl was like i i bought the presets and then I wiped my computer and sold and sold it. So I no longer have the presets. And she wanted a new set or she wanted a new pack. Yeah. Which is totally fine. Like, we're more than happy because we're just like, if you have proof of purchase, like, no problem. Yeah. So anyway, so she had, I guess, emailed a few times, but she wasn't emailing the correct email address because our customer service email is different than my personal email. Yeah. 
And so she DM'd me and was like super upset. Like I've emailed and no one has replied. And I'm like, well, okay, so, so sorry about this. Like, have you emailed the customer service email as stated on the website? Here it is. And she's like, oh yeah, I have, but maybe didn't go through. I'll try again. I'm like, okay, you probably weren't then, but yeah. okay. Cause we never got an email from her. So she sends it to me or so she, so she emails and she's just super upset. And then she says this. So I'm not going to get into all the details because it's too long, but she sends an email. Leif replies three hours later that same Mm -hmm. day. And she says, this is outrageous. I've been waiting for this. Send it by the end of the night. This is my money. I sent you for presets and it is very unprofessional that I cannot get a response through email within an hour or two max. Send this immediately. It has been enough waiting. The fact that you cannot reply to a customer and I have to take other routes and contact you on Instagram really gets me angry. I explained I do not have the laptop anymore. I need it by the end of the night. Why does she need presets by the end of the night? I'm like, whoa, girl. Isn't that just crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. Am I exposing people too much or? No. Okay, I'm not saying names, but. Well, here's the thing, you guys. If you've worked in customer service, if you've been a waiter, if you've been a barista, if you've worked at a call center, any kind of customer service job, I know you have tens of thousands of stories. We want to hear your worst customer service experiences yes please send them either as the customer wait no no no. actually don't do as the customer because i don't want to like go and into turn into yelp all of a sudden but if you've worked in a customer service tell us your worst customer stories because i can already think of 10 off the top of my head oh my gosh that would be a good episode yeah okay well we're gonna jump into this episode because this intro is v long we're gonna talk today about your most embarrassing date stories and we're just gonna hop right into this no explanation needed well, first of all, we don't, we feel like we've told all of our embarrassing date, date stories, stories kind of throughout the course of this podcast. The only one I could think of off the top of my head was that when I met my boyfriend that I dated in high school, like the first time we hung out, I like tried to be cool and jump over this fence and I literally fell on my face. But I was like humiliated yeah. as a high schooler. That's like had true. a crush on this boy, jumped over a fence and literally fell on my face. Yeah. I was like, I want to die. <laughs> because you just feel so dumb when you fall. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it's like the most vulnerable thing. You're yeah. just like, cool. Because you're, you, you're not in control of your body. So your body just looks so stupid as it's falling to the ground with n- nothing to catch it. Very bad idea on my end. Do you want to start? Yeah, okay. I would love to. Okay. This one time I was a junior, I think in high school, and I kind of liked this guy we'll call Carson. Carson and I made plans to meet at Nectar and get acai bowls before going to see Get Out. We ordered our bowls, and Carson just stood there when the lady was waiting for someone to pay. Which is all so freaking awkward. Wait, hold on. He stood there when, like, she was like, okay, that'll be 19-something. Oh, and then he just and stood there. he just there. stood there and didn't, like, reach for anything. Amazing. Uh, I ended up paying, and he never said thank you or even offered to cover at least his half. We then ate the acai bowls, and if you've ever had one, you know that they have little fruit meshed up in them. That sounds so disgusting. Little. They have like little blueberry pieces yeah. like in the smoothie bowl. He opens his mouth to start talking. All of the gross fruit chunks were stuck in every tooth crack. I quickly tooth saw that crack. and gagged to the point where I had to grab my bowl because I literally thought I was going to puke. It was so bad. You thought you were going to puke from that? <laughs> you got a weak stomach, <laughs> Yeah. Girl. No, that, okay, truly no, that on his, painy. yeah, to like, well, no, I'm saying on his behalf, I literally, whenever I eat an acai bowl, I look in the mirror. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. You have like chia seeds in every <laughs> crevice of yeah. your mouth. It's so bad. Uh, I tried to play it off by saying mine just tasted funny, which unfortunately he believed my lie and continued to have this issue for the entire rest of the day. I can't get past it to this day. Just the stuff in his teeth? Yeah. Well, I guess it is awkward because you're not going to be like, um, you have stuff everywhere. <laughs> it's like, but wouldn't you? I feel like that's the nice thing to do. Well, it would be one thing if he had, like, one thing right here. He'd be like, oh, you have, like, a little thing right here. And then he'd be like, oh, thanks. But to have it, like, legit in every tooth, you're like, oh, you have stuff in every tooth. Yeah, can you get mouthwash? Can you please brush your teeth? Yeah. It's like, hmm. Yeah, that is a little awkward. I get it. Yeah. Honestly, the worst part of the story is that he just stood there while you're waiting to pay and didn't do anything and didn't even say thank you or, like, offer. Yeah, that's weird. I feel like that's weird either way mm-hmm. like for i feel like you would at least say thank you even as the girl if they yeah. paid be like thanks and like or maybe not i don't know you should okay this one isn't mine but it's one of my husband it's one oh it's one my husband told me about one of his friends and it is seriously hilarious and slightly traumatizing so this guy and girl we'll call them joe and abby were on their way over to ride wait that's literally my sister and her boyfriend's name really oh wait 
maybe I shouldn't expose that relationship over here, but oops. Gotcha, Abby. Um, we'll call them Joe and Abby. We're on their way over to ride the Heber Creeper. If you don't know what that is, it is an old train that runs from Vivian Park in Provo Canyon up to Heber, Utah. So Joe opens the door for his date and she gets in the car. Joe has had a case of the runs. And so as he's walking around the car, decides to let out a fart. Here's the thing. I hate the word fart <laughs> maybe more than any other word. I always really, it's not that bad. I always say two and Leif's like, that's, that's so worse. much worse. That's, that's horrible. Worse. But like, I just grew up saying two and I will agree. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's much not better, the best, but like fart just sounds absolutely repulsive to me. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Makes you feel like you're in fifth grade. Yeah, exactly. As he does, he poops his pants <gasps> and it's pretty bad. They drive up the Heber Creeper, up to the Heber Creeper, so that's the train, and luckily she either doesn't notice or doesn't say anything. As they're on the train, they're looking in the gift shop, and Joe, I can't, I can't, and Joe sees a conductor outfit and thinks this is his chance to change his pants. So he buys it, goes to the bathroom, I cannot, he takes off his underwear and pants and throws them out the window. As he opens up the conductor outfit, he sees there are no pants. <gasps> he wrapped the shirt around the bottom of him. <laughs> like a sumo wrestler. Get off, got off at the next stop without telling her and never spoke to her again. I am crying. I'm so sorry. Why would you risk throwing them out the window before you even know what the... Oh my gosh. And it's almost weird that he's like... Like, what does he even say to her? He's like, oh, I just want to change a skin doctor outfit. Like, what is his excuse? <laughs> Literally role plays with her on the first date. And, and is she not like, where did your pants go? Like, he's like, oh, I just well, threw them out the window. Wait, but he just left her there? He like yes. went to go change it and he never Yeah, he saw never her came back. Just could not deal. Just got off the next stop without telling her because he could not deal. Wait, what was that one story that you... Tell that one story you were telling me about. Oh, my girl gosh, yes. Ocean. Okay, so this isn't something that someone sent in it's something that my friend just sent to me she's like oh my gosh you should have shared this or she said you need this girl on on your worst dates podcast okay so this is something that I don't know it's just a screenshot is all I have my friend just sent it to me but I guess it was like a company was sharing worst first date stories on Mm -hmm. their story or something and so people were just sending in things so that's from this and honestly I wish I could credit the person I just have no idea who it is okay so It says, most horrific moment of my life. I went on a super fun snorkeling date with my boyfriend along with his brother and his brother's girlfriend. Everything was going so well and then I got this feeling in my stomach. You know, the feeling where you have about two minutes to make it to the bathroom before things start getting explosive. I knew I had no other choice but to go in the ocean. We were about a 20 minute boat ride from the nearest bathroom. So I swam around to the opposite side of the boat and relieved myself in the water, not realizing that the ocean current was flowing directly towards them. I tried splashing it around to break it up, but it just drew more attention to me. Long story short, I wanted to die the whole rest of the day. So (gasps) awkward. That is so terrifying. There's nothing more embarrassing than as a girl, like poop on the first date. Anything poop related. Anything poop related. (laughs) Honestly, on any date, even just as you're dating, like... I don't know. That is just, I don't know why that's like, oh, it's just not okay. Have you guys ever seen the show? Oh, as if they can answer immediately. (laughs) The show Million Dollar Matchmaker. I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh. It's a, oh wait, you know what? It's a reality show necessarily. I think her name's Patty Stranger, Stager, something. But anyway, she has this million dollar matchmaking business. So millionaires, she matches them up and helps them find love on the show so it's kind of a little bit of a bachelor situation kind uh-huh. of show anyways she had this one girl on there and she was a mom of four kids and she set her up with this really handsome guy and she told the girl like her advice for the girl going on the date was okay don't be nasty because the girl for some reason always talked about like farting and pooping and like nasty like boogers and oh no snot. like she'll yeah anyway so she's like do not be disgusting like that on the first date because that's such not a attractive yeah, yeah it's like i mean maybe when you're married and you have kids you right. can say that to your husband but she goes on the date and she plans the date for the guy and she plans a colonic do you know what that is colon something yeah like it basically is a tube that goes up your butt i, I think and it brings all of the poop out of your colon 
Like everything. Okay. And she does it on the first date. Just her, though. Oh, he's like watching her do it. Oh. And then she goes back and he doesn't want to go on another date. And she's like, oh, I'm like, excuse. <laughs> Honey. Uh, just reminded me of that. Oh, that is horrible. Yeah. Like, do that on your own. Why are you bringing a boy? Like, they're talking as she's getting it done. Um, no. And he's just sitting there like, I've never met you before. And there's literally a tube up your butt. So, that's good. Ew. <laughs> I'm speechless. Okay, your turn. First semester of college, blind date. We go to a corn maze with a group of my friends and get lost for almost two hours. He gets mad and runs off and leaves me behind. So, the employees had to come and guide me out. Okay, first of all, she got lost for two hours. That's a freaking long Wait, time. Are you sure that he they I they weren't together when they got lost for two hours and then he got mad and ran? No, we go to a corn maze with a group of my friends and get lost for two hours. Oh yeah. He gets mad and runs off and leaves me. Oh wait, yeah, they all got lost for two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's still That's so long. That is too long for comfort. No, no, no. Especially in a corn maze, that's actually scary. Yeah. Behind so the employees had to come and guide me out. Once I walked out of the maze, I found out he had literally gone home and my friends had left and gone to a movie. I had to beg a ride home from a random girl who lived in my complex that I saw there. Worst day ever, but such a good story now. What the Literally heck? so embarrassing to show up at my apartment and tell everyone my date couldn't stand me to the point that he literally left me in the maze. I'm so sorry. He leaves, was probably a psychotic person. Leaves her without a ride home? In a maze? Like, they're lost. And he's like, forget you. And just Yeah, leaves. awesome. Oh, that's so rude. Okay. I know I wrote it earlier, but I have another good one. So a guy, a friend of mine was trying to date me, but I had him friend zoned hard. Like I cried to him about how I missed my ex-boyfriend and how he used to play guitar songs for me and how we loved spending time in the mountains together, etc. Anyway, guy friend insists we hang out one day and he takes me up the canyon. He's acting a little nervous, so I started to worry about what was up. He pulls up to an overlook and pulls out his guitar from the back seat nothing he, worse he literally just did all the things my old boyfriend did and thought that was a good idea <gasps> he tries to play me a song about love but he's so nervous he keeps messing it up decides to just sing the words forgets the words too like just, amazing like ditches the guitar he's like all right just gotta go acapella <gasps> then can't remember the words either <laughs> gotta go acapella <laughs> then tells me he has feelings for me and honestly i felt so awkward and no had a no idea how to respond so i dumbly kissed him to buy myself some time I pulled away and all I could come up with was, I care for you so much as a friend. He was obviously a little confused and still pumped about the kiss, so I think he thought he still had a shot. Tried to leave, cars stuck in the snow. Have to wait for someone to get us out. We eventually get home and I try to give him a quick hug, but he lingers and is looking at my lips. I literally slip out of his arms and go into my apartment. I go to Snapchat my friend and say the guy's name. He just tried to kiss me, so I slipped and dipped. Yikes. Accidentally sent it to him. I was mortified. <laughs> So that ended oh, his attempts. Oh, yeah. That's Just so the worst sad. all around. That's the worst day. Is there actually anything worse than someone trying to sing to you and them just being an absolutely horrible singer? Yeah. Because I've had that experience one time in my life. And who? I... I'm not going to tell you who. <laughs> on air. Um, yeah. Text it to me. And it was heinous. Like they were just singing I just, to you? Yeah. But like not super seriously, but kind of. And I was just like... The fact that you are legitimately tone deaf right now makes me want to crawl in a hole. Oh, no. Like, it's so sad. Because usually after, if they're good, you're like, oh, my gosh, that was so good. Oh, if a guy's a good singer, it's like, wow, that's, like, yeah. awesome. But, oh, I'm just, like, cringing no, thinking about no, it again. No. And then she ended it with an accidental text. Yeah, we love those. The worst date. Oh, yikes. And there's nothing worse than when you're, like, really good friends with a guy and you think you're friends and then they – it's, like, so sad for the guy because they're friend-zoned and, like, that whole thing is super hard. But also – some and it's hard because some guys break out of that friend zone with dates like that. Yeah. But sometimes you don't. Sometimes you go further in. You got to read the signs. Okay. Here's the next one. One time I was on a second date with a guy. He took me out swimming, which started out fun – but then it took a turn for the worse. He was showing off a little, as you do on dates, because he had been on the swim team in high school. I decided to indulge him, and I asked him if he could do the butterfly. Oh, great. Yeah. Of course, he said yes and proceeded to show me. He wasn't paying attention to how far he had come across the pool, and he smacked headfirst into the side of the pool straight in front of him. Ooh. I rushed over to see if he was okay, and he was very embarrassed. He was trying to brush it off like it didn't hurt, but then, to my horror, he started gushing blood down his face. 
Our date ended in a trip to the emergency room. He's alive, and we ended up dating for a couple months after that. Oh, how embarrassing for, for the him. guy! Yeah, he's like just trying to show this girl. He's like, yeah, I can do butterfly. <laughs> just smacks his face. Yeah. Ooh. And there's nothing worse than when you're like, no, it's fine, I'm okay, and you're actually in, in a lot so of much pain. pain. And then all of a sudden, they can see that you're in a lot of pain. Oh. Like, no, 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 it's fine. And then all of a sudden, blood is rushing down your face. Oh. Okay. Worst date story time. Here we go. I just started my freshman year of college and was pumped when this cute boy stopped me on campus and asked me for my number. He seemed a little older than me, but in the moment, I didn't think anything of it. He calls me two days later and asks me to go to karaoke with him. I said yes, of course, and then told my sister about this whole thing because I was so excited. She told me to just be careful since I didn't know him that well and do not let him kiss me on the first date. Duh. She then went on to explain this one time where a boy kissed her on the first date and how it was the absolute worst thing. It was He was really creepy and she hated it. She then asked me to send her a picture of the boy who I'm going with to karaoke. And soon after I sent it, he picked me up. What a good sister. Seriously. Just keeping tabs. That's what I like to see. About halfway through our date, I checked my phone to see what time it was and, I, and see I have a text from my sister that says, Oh my gosh, that's the guy <gasps> who kissed me. Keep in mind, my sister is six years older than me. Yuck. Turns out this guy I'm on a date with was 23 and had asked my sister on a date years before and had kissed her. I couldn't take the date seriously after that and had the hardest time not bringing it up. We were not compatible in the slightest and the date was just the worst, but it made for a good story. Oh my gosh. Yikes. The horror when you get that text. Yeah. It's like on the date. Yeah. Like, great. Yikes. It's funny because as someone who has a sister who's two years younger than me, it's so funny when your dating worlds collide because there would be, we never dated the same guy, but there would be times when like I would hang out with someone for a little bit and then years later she'd be like, oh yeah, this, like this guy. And I'm like, wait, I know him. Like I hung out with him for a little bit or like, she's like, oh, I dated this guy. I'm like, wait, what the heck? Like, that's funny. It's so funny. But it's also, luckily we never dated the same guy, but. If something like that happened where I'd be like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, Especially you can't had a not. bad experience with them. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. Yeah. This was my first date as well as my date's first date. So yeah, we were both 16 and I knew him already and he was a friend. So it wasn't a big deal for me. Like I wasn't nervous or switching my outfit a ton, ton of times, you know, that is true. That's a good sign of you being nervous. Yeah. Just a casual dinner movie date, double date for fun. So he knocks on the door wearing a button up shirt and a bow tie with his hair all done. A bow tie. Oh, yikes. <laughs> I almost laughed. He obviously doesn't have older sisters or older <laughs> siblings. I almost laughed because I was so surprised. I was wearing jeans and a tee, so I felt underdressed. Also, it was a dinner movie date, not a school dance. Anyway, so he opens the door for me and everything. And then we start driving. Oh, and the conversation dies down in the car. He then proceeds to turn on general conference, which for those of you who don't know, it's like a church talk, a religious speech, basically. I was like, ha ha ha, why? And he said, I like to listen to conference when I'm nervous. Then during the movie, he thought it was so dumb and weird that he legit walked out of the theater and walked outside until we left. What a great time. (gasps) What? Yeah, that's just one of the things you're like, I gotta get out of here. I don't understand. He's like, (laughs) turns on talk. Why are we listening to this? I'm nervous. Like, okay, goodbye. "Mm." Yeah, this makes me want to go to the movie with you yeah seriously okay oh my gosh this was the worst day ever i had just turned 16 a month before prom and a girl on my cheer team had a senior brother who apparently really wanted to ask me i came home one night to see a poster asking me to prom i knew it had to be him who asked me and i was right i texted him sorry and told him how excited i was to go and how much fun it was going to be the night of the dance he picks me up in a beat-up car with all the windows down so my hair got ruined awesome yeah great we go to his house which was a little odd to me, and I sat at his kitchen table as his mom blow dries and does his hair. This is a senior <gasps> in high school, having his mom do his hair. We go to a park to take pictures till till dinner, and at dinner, he orders for me, didn't even ask what I wanted, and then continued to ignore me all night, or all through dinner. I didn't know any of his friends, so I just sat there quietly and slowly picked at my food. We... We get to the dance, and I didn't see him once. (gasps) Luckily, I had lots of friends at the dance, so I had a fun time. When it comes to the end of the dance, he comes up to me and says he's going to a party and leaves me there. Then about 15 minutes later, his mom shows up to the dance, picks me up, and takes me home. (gasps) I've never been so embarrassed or wanted to be home more. Luckily, I've had better experiences at school dances Oh my gosh, that is so sad. The weirdest. 
Like, why did you ask her then? And she was so, was she, wait, did she say she was excited? Yeah, because he's like a senior boy that really liked yeah. her and like really wanted to ask her to the dance. Why would you ask her? Why would you ask her if you're going to ignore her the entire night and leave her at the dance for a party? That's so weird. Mind blown. Yeah, that's, there's nothing worse than being the younger one and being like, okay, I have yeah, nothing has, to say. I don't want to say anything because I'll feel so dumb because they're going to think I'm like some puny little yeah. twerp. Twerp. <laughs> well, and she's. Yeah, she has no friends. Like, he's yeah, friends with just different his people. his friends. Yeah, that's terrible. Worst. Also, his mom coming to pick like, her is up? Him, like, him and his mom are this just, like, cruel team together. Yeah, that's a weird dynamic. He's like, hey, I'm going to a party. Can you pick my date up? She's like, yeah. <laughs> sure, I'll After drop her off. After she styled his hair for him. Yeah, it's so weird. Okay, match with a boy on Tinder. He picked me up for a date that ended up being so cute. Hiked up to a picnic he had set up beforehand. While trying to make conversation and get to know him, I asked where he served his mission. We both knew we were LDS, so it wasn't a weird question. Um, we've talked about this before, but I just want to clarify. A mission is when a boy is 18 or older and he goes off for two years to a certain place and like preaches the gospel. So like most people in the church go on missions most boys i mean it's guys. not that's a whole nother topic for another day but it's not mandatory <laughs> yeah but it's most not go. mandatory but yeah most go so when especially if you guys are both know that you're lds it's not a weird question to be like where did you go on your mission or yeah you know anyways he got all weird about it and so i felt bad for asking because i figured he didn't serve one which is fine in my book then i asked what high school he went to and for, and he got even weirder what? I started to get so confused, but I thought he was cute, so I just ignored the odd, odd behavior. We basically had nothing to talk about because he wouldn't answer any of my questions, so we made out the rest of the night. That's always good. <laughs> he drove me home, and a bunch of songs from high school were on the radio, and I was jamming hard, and he wasn't. I was like, doesn't this bring you back? And he was like, yeah, to seventh grade. My jaw dropped. I asked him his age, and his face looked like he just realized he slipped. He wouldn't tell me. He said, if I tell you, you won't ever hang out with me again. Well, again, after hours and asking, it turned out he was 16. I was 21. I am so gross. I never spoke to him again and never told anyone I am a child molester. <laughs> oh, 16. Why did I think? Why was, I'm like, is he 40? Yeah. Why, would, why would he it's be worried worse. about his it's mission? It's worse that he's 21. Or 16. Or that he's 16, sorry. Oh. The funniest, and never told anyone that I am a child molester. And worst part is years later, I am now in his parents' ward. I have two kids now, and he visits often. We pretend to not know each other, but his mom loves my kids and always holds them at church. So he has to sit with my kids and sometimes holds them while he visits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, wait, this, she has two. Okay, give it to me. A guy asked to go out country dancing. He looked so familiar, but he swore we had never met before. We started dancing. It was so much fun. I excuse myself to the restroom and on there and in there, I see an old friend from high school. We catch up. She tells me she just went through a terrible breakup. Her engagement got called off. It was a huge, messy breakup with lawyers and fights. She's in tears. And she said, I come country dancing to get my mind off of him. Then she asked what I'm doing there. And I said, oh, I'm on a date with this amazing guy. He's so fun. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. No, 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 no. <laughs> She is so excited for me and wants to meet him. We walk over to him and they both look sick. Turns out that's her ex-fiance. She looks at me and said, that's him. And he was like, how do you know each other? She leaves and I feel weird. The day ended horribly and I never spoke to either of them again. I realized he looked familiar because I saw their engagement pictures on Facebook a few months ago. Oh, there's nothing worse. He's so awesome. Yeah, he's so cute. And then you walk out and she's like, yeah, that's the guy who ruined my life. Oh, <laughs> what are the chances? I know. That girl obviously has bad luck dating. Yeah. Glad you're married now, girl. Yeah. Or is she? I don't know if she yeah. said she is. Okay. So my friend got asked on a date to a nice sushi restaurant in town. She had never had sushi before, so she assumed that when the menu said roll, it meant one individual little roll. So she ordered like eight rolls. <gasps> so, you know, when you order a sushi roll, there's like uh -huh. like six to eight pieces yeah. in one roll. Like yeah. little little sushi pieces. And the guy didn't have the heart to ask her if she was just super hungry or confused. She figured it out pretty quick when it took two servers to carry the massive pirate ship of sushi with dry ice coming out. Oh. She was mortified and you can imagine the bill from that date. She literally ordered eight. Like you, you order like two when you go. Oh, tops. That. Tops. For a girl, you know, if you're, oh she gosh. tried to scarf it down because it was so expensive expensive but needless to say she came home with boxes of leftover sushi and we've never laughed so hard they also ended up dating for quite some time 
Oh my, well, that's good. At least it wasn't just horror. Honestly, what a nice guy for not being like, I'm crying that it was a pirate ship of dry (laughs) ice. Like they had to make it a presentation because there were so many. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Good for the guy for not being like, excuse. That's what I said. Like most of these guys up to this point have been like so stingy with money. Yeah, he's like, okay. It's like, okay, she's just hungry. Yeah, that's why I gained weight when I first started dating my husband because (laughs) he was like that. He'd be like, I have a whole pizza, and I'm like, oh, I'm so full. And he's like, you, come on, get dessert. You want dessert, right? And I'm like, wait, no, are you serious? Because up to this point, I was, like, in high school, so I was used to getting Chick-fil-A, you know? Yeah. And we'd be at, like, a restaurant. He's like, no, just get something else. And I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. He's like, okay, I'll, you know what? I'll get it for you. Let's get just get both. And I'm like, okay. And then he just started eating yeah, six ton. months later. I was 10 pounds heavier. <laughs> Thanks, Snickers. I got asked on a date by a kid who had come into our family restaurant and who was really cute. We'll call him Adam. Adam came in almost every day along with all the other kids from the local university because our food was cheap but tasty and home cooked. I had just gone back from army basic training weeks previous and Adam had placed a bet with a friend, unbeknownst to me, that he and I could win a shooting competition against another couple. You know, quote unquote, because I'm army. Well, little did Adam know, shooting wasn't my forte, and he had me... Oh, sorry. And he had me shoot a gun I had never shot before. We lost sorely. Adam didn't let me forget it the rest of the day. And when we went to eat after he made comments like, I thought you'd be a better shot. After all, you're in the army. Or, wow, I can't believe we lost. And acted like such a sore loser the entire time. It made for a very awkward and embarrassing first date, to say the least. When he took me home, my stepdad just happened to be outside and asked Adam, as he was walking over to my door, to open it for me. So, how was she? With a super excited tone, he asked. Adam replies, eh, she was okay. (laughs) And then proceeds to let me out. He gives me one of those fake shoulder tapping hugs, which was way different than the previous hugs he'd given me, and then jumped in his car and left fast. I saw him come into the restaurant after that, but we never spoke or went on another date. It was awful. What a sore loser. And why does it matter? Literally doesn't like her because she can't shoot. Yeah, why does it matter He's like so attracted to her before to you like, yeah the also her thing. dad like, like how was she and she's like he's like eh, okay. she's okay like your daughter's okay yeah you just be like she did great like yeah. just be funny about or it or say something like well we lost but yeah so rude. that is so rude okay this story is long but worth it i was doing an internship on the east coast and my older cousin wanted to set me up with a guy from her parents ward my aunt and uncle um that was close in age to me and was visiting the city with his mom and brother this guy was staying at my cousin's apartment with her family and borrowed her mini date, her minivan, her mini date. Sorry, borrowed her minivan for the date. So I don't know why. When I first read the story, I was kind of confused. So she's doing an internship somewhere on yeah. the East Coast, and then her older cousin sets her up with a guy from their ward. Okay, and but he's he's just visiting. Okay, the guy that's there is just visiting the city with his mom. And okay. his brother. Okay. So he borrows that family's car, that family's minivan and yeah. picks her up. Okay. Kay. That makes sense. First, I hated dating. I'm married now, but I always was so awkward on first dates. I only said yes because I didn't want to be rude to my cousin who pushed me to go. So we agreed to meet at an Asian restaurant and my cousin that my cousin recommended, but it was in a part of the city I had not visited and we, and was warned to stay away from because it was kind of sketchy. So my sister was lame and busy. Um, and I took the Metro to the restaurant. I'm like a block away and had to pee, so I popped into a McDonald's, and while I was washing my hands, he calls me and makes fun of me because he beat me to the restaurant. So weird. Okay. I get there, and we do an awkward hug. Then I realize he did not make a reservation, and it was a bump in Saturday night in the city. He marches up to the hostess and demands a table like we were at a freaking Applebee's. We had to wait a while, even though he pointed out all the empty tables to the hostess many times. (gasps) Obviously, they were reserved, but he was seriously acting like he had never been to a restaurant. It was so rude. We finally get a table in this super small, intimate restaurant. The tables are so close together, I was practically on a date with the couple seated next to us. I ordered pad thai, and then my date orders an appetizer instead of an entree. The waiter says that this appetizer is very small, and my date insisted once again. I, oh, once again, I think he thought we were at Applebee's where the appetizers can feed a village. So he's like, my meal is just this tiny. Like She's yeah. like, that's really small, and he's like, that's fine. So we made super awkward conversation. He makes so many sexist comments about women working outside the home, which is so awkward because I was living in the, in the city for an internship to further my career. Yeah. I tried to smile through it, but it kept getting worse. He compared my career path with his job of fixing jet skis for his brother-in-law. Yeah, both PR, right? 
So the food arrives, my big bowl of pad thai is placed in front of me, and his two small chicken skewers and some sauce were placed in front of him. He looks at my dish and then back at his and said, well, looks like we're sharing, then (gasps) dumps his skewers and the sauce into my pad thai. I was shook. The waitress was shocked. At this point, I'm feeling so awkward, so I shoved a big bite of noodles in my mouth. Okay, wait, hold on. I gotta take a side note here. That is so weird. Even if Leif did that to me, I would be like, excuse me. (laughs) Yeah, you do not stick your food into my food. You do not pour your food into my food. Yeah, what? I would be furious. Especially on a first date. That's so bizarre, but I'm not joking. Even after being married for two and a half years, if Leif did that to me, I'd be like, what do you think? (laughs) The waitress is probably like, oh, this poor girl in the state. He's like, looks like we're sharing. Just dumps it in without even asking her. Okay, so anyway. Why don't you just say, oh, maybe I should order something else. Yeah, be like, oh, this is smaller than I thought. Oops, yeah, I'll get another. Especially if you're sexist, then you should be paying and not worried about money. Yeah. You're the provider. Seriously. If you don't want your women to work. At this point, I'm feeling so awkward, so I shoved a big bite of noodles in my mouth. As I start to chew, my date says, do you mind if I say a prayer? Um, Of course I minded. I was always taught not to make a big show of prayer in public and to just say a prayer in your heart, similar to how I would pray before a test in school. So I refused to participate, and he legit said the loudest prayer in the restaurant, and everyone around us was just staring at us. And he prayed that our date would start going better. Oh! (laughs) No! I can't. No. He's like, please bless that. The chicken that I put in her tad pie will make her tad Tad pie. (laughs) Her pad thai. Her pad thai. Will make this date be better. Yeah. I barely talked at this point. I just kept eating as fast as I could. The meal was actually pretty amazing, so I was even more pissed I had to share. I would have gladly paid for myself and my own dang noodles. The sexist comments continue. I asked the classic date question, if you could travel anywhere, where would it be? He tells me that the only place he wants to travel is to home to be with his mom in northern california as a reminder his mom is literally on this trip with him yeah that's kind of weird if you could travel any anywhere in the world where would it be like just a fun question he's like with my mom she's like you are with your mom yeah okay her answer was paris so (laughs) he then wants to play a game where we share one sentence and then one builds onto it and makes a story oh (laughs) my gosh is he five he sounds like a toddler that's something a toddler would do is dump their food in your food oh my gosh okay so my story included sending a dog to get a slurpee he had a dinosaur step on and kill the dog (gasps) (laughs) that was what he added on is he literally a cartoon character (laughs) is he the villain from a cartoon she said it had gone too far the waiter brings the check and he paid, so that's the oh, one good yeah. thing. Good job. No tip though. <gasps> um, he then says, especially at a restaurant like that. Yeah, no Amazing. tip. He then says, so my friends from high school want to meet up, so let's go hang with them. I've no. had a terrible time. I do not want to hang out with guys from his high school. I just want to yell at my sister for making me go on this date. I make up some excuse, and he basically tells me that if I'm not going to continue my night with him, I would need to find my own way back to the metro. <gasps> So I try to make the half mile walk back in the dark and oh my, Google, my, gosh. my Google Maps isn't working. I'm walking past all these bars and a drunk guy groped me. <gasps> I'm crying. No, my sister isn't answering the phone and I started walking down a dark alley when a group of older women grabbed me and they could tell I was upset and walked me straight to the metro. I made it home safe and it took a few days for me to tell the story and actually laugh. The worst part is my date stayed out until 3 a.m. and my cousin was up worried about him getting back to her apartment safely and he told her I'd kept him out so late. (gasps) Needless to say, I never let her set me up again. Also, my sister later admitted she only encouraged me to go on the date because she knew it would make a terrible, great story. (gasps) Oh my gosh, what a mean sister, but also hilarious. But he gets home at 3 a.m. and the cousin's like, oh my gosh. And he's like, sorry, she just kept me out so late. When in reality, he was just hanging out with other people and literally made her walk alone in the dark. He is the weirdest person I've ever heard of. So bizarre. Everything about that date. The dinosaur killed the dog. (laughs) That might be the weirdest part. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's even weirder than him not tipping and putting the chicken in her pad thai. (laughs) We went out to dinner and then back to his apartment. Assuming he lived by himself. That's how the story started. Okay. Assuming he lived by himself, he was 29. I walked into the into the one-bedroom apartment to air mattresses on the floor where he slept. He was living in his parents' apartment. I met his parents on the first date, and then his father proceeded to ask me if I needed condoms. I left pretty quick after that. 
Okay. It is his responsibility as the guy to tell her, okay, yeah. I live with my parents, just a warning. In a one-bedroom apartment. In a one-bedroom apartment. Like, why would you walk into that situation not explaining Think that anything. that was kind of weird? No. And on an air mattress, and then the dad, ew, the dad asking for condiments, like, where are they going to do it? Literally on the air mattress in the family room? Oh, nope. Also, what are you? <laughs> a dad? I'm confused. <laughs> A few years ago, when I was dating my husband, I lived with four random roommates who happened to be the cutest girls ever. We had guys knocking on our door multiple times a day to ask them out, and that was a completely normal occurrence. Well, one week, my husband, who at the time was my boyfriend, left to go on a work trip. I was joking with him before he left, saying I don't do long distance and that I might find someone new while he was gone. He was only leaving for a week, and we were both just making jokes. The first night he's gone, all my roommates are... All my roommates are out on dates and I'm settled in my room for a nice night of Netflix binging when I hear a knock on the door. I open the door and this really sweet kind of nerdy guy was dressed in a suit standing there and asking for my roommate. I felt so bad telling him she wasn't there and he looked so embarrassed and sad. Without even waiting for him to reply, I said just really quick, give me two minutes, I'll go with you. As I was literally sprinting to my room to get dressed, he never even asked me if I wanted to come. I just assumed and invited myself on the date. Anyway, we go on the date and he took me to watch the BYU Cougarettes dance show, which was amazing. At one point in the show, one of the dancers was dancing with her little niece who was fighting cancer and I started tearing up. I looked over at him and we both started bawling. We laughed and cried and honestly had the best date. On our way home, he was asking me to rate my date experience with him, which is such an awkward question, but I gave him a 10 out of 10 because we literally had the best time. I had the chills. When I got home and told my roommates, we were all dying laughing. To this day, we all get together and retell the whole story. When my husband got home from the trip, I told him the story, and we still laugh that it's one of the best dates I've ever been on. Oh Not really gosh. an embarrassing date story, but just funny. That's so cute. That's so cute. Oh my gosh, that probably made that guy's whole I night. Aww. So sweet. That is sweet. So my husband and I were... Okay, I have one more. Okay. So my husband and I were out to dinner in Provo, and I went to bathroom while he was ordering. There was just one bathroom, so I go in, lock the door, and as I'm pulling my pants down, I'm so embarrassed just thinking about this, a boy (laughs) opens the door wide open. I try to awkwardly reach across the relatively big bathroom to close the door with my pants down, mind you, and he just says sorry and closes the door. So I just sit there, trying not to die of embarrassment. As I'm sitting there, another boy opens the door. At this point, I literally don't even try to close the door. I'm just frozen, (laughs) sitting on the toilet in shock. So at this point, I just have to work up the courage to go find my husband and force him to leave. I get him and try and discreetly tell him just in case the two boys, she emphasizes two boys, who just saw me were close by in this small restaurant. And here's the worst part. My husband thought I was overacting and made me eat dinner there. Dead. Oh, that is embarrassing. I had that happen to me the other Oh, when we were in Utah, it was like probably a month ago. We went to this restaurant with our friends and same thing. I locked the door. Yeah. So I, it was just a one person stall bathroom. Yeah. And I was going to the bathroom and I just hear the door open and it's a guy. Oh. And <laughs> figured out I was in the men's restroom, first of all. Oh no. Like there was a, like there was a there men's was a one and a, and a women's one. And I was in the men's. I had no idea because there was just oh. a one stall. Yeah. And it was like, I just didn't realize. So that was my bad, but the door just didn't lock like it didn't it locked but it would never actually lock yeah and so i same thing like he opened the door for sure 100 percent saw me but i like put my hand out like this but the bathroom's huge like i wasn't even close (laughs) to the door so i just was like oh and he's like oh my gosh i'm so sorry and then i walked out just mortified and he was sitting like in the next table over from us and i was like awesome and then our other more vulnerable state than sitting on the (laughs) toilet and then our guy friend went to the bathroom and we were all um checking out like waiting and the bathroom's right next to where you pay and he got walked in on too by a guy like but i'm like okay that door just doesn't lock yeah i don't know what the deal is but it was so bad that sucks yeah there really is nothing worse when you're in a tiny stall you can quickly shut the door yeah yeah but when you're not also have you ever been in a bathroom and this especially happens at church where you're in the bathroom and the little kid will crawl under your stall Oh, the worst. You're like, excuse me, and where are your parents? Yeah, and the parents are just like, oh, ha, ha. You're like, no. They're like, come on, Johnny. Yeah. Get out of there. I'm like, excuse me. He's like, ha, ha, crawling <laughs> under. I'm like, okay, excuse. I know. Okay. Hi, you guys are the cutest, and I love your podcast so much. Most embarrassing date story. I was going on a blind date with this group of people, and we went to a haunted zip line. Keep in mind, what? Okay, I have questions haunted about this. Zip line. Yeah, what's the haunted zip line like? 
They're like, it magically disappears and you fall. <laughs> awesome. Keep in mind, it was nighttime, so it was pitch black. I was going down one of the zip lines when it just stopped and I was stuck in the middle of the zip line in the dark. I was so scared. A couple minutes passed and I was on the verge of a panic attack and all of a sudden the zip line starts shaking really bad and I realized that they had sent the next person down, <gasps> my date. He ended up crashing into <laughs> me and breaking my foot. We actually ended up dating for a while, but in the moment I was so embarrassed because I was historically bawling after hysterically sorry historically she actually did say historically <laughs> that is so funny but i think she meant hysterically yeah i was hysterically bawling and begged for him to take me home oh my god she just okay imagine going down a zipline full yeah. force and then it just stops and you're like sorry and you like can't keep going and then you just hear and someone else is coming <gasps> yeah you can't that's horrifying that's so bad oh my gosh have you ever seen those videos on facebook or instagram of the people on those big water slides and it'll show someone halfway down and they get stuck. And then all of a sudden they look back and then they start to try really <laughs> yeah. fast because they see another person coming. <laughs> it's so funny. So scary. Okay. Should we? Oh, do you have another one? Just one more. Okay. Actually, I have two more, but they'll be really quick ones. Okay. So it That'd says, um, one of my roommates met a guy on Tinder and she decided that we should all go on a group date with his roommates. We went on a mini golfing date and my date dared me to hit the ball as hard as I could. So I did. It, yeah. It bounced right off the wall and hit my date in his privates. <gasps> oh! <laughs> it was so embarrassing. <laughs> I had no idea what to do. He just oh. fell to the floor in pain, and I was just awkwardly standing there. <laughs> um, but she's like, well, you told me to hit as hard as I could. Seriously. How funny. He's like, I dare you to hit as hard as you can. She does That's it, like just off hits an him. Adam Sandler movie. No, literally. It just hits him. And Amazing. for guys, they can't hide that. So I'm like, oh my gosh, that hurts. Like they're they literally fall to the ground. Pain. I know. Okay, this one's quick too. But I once went on a date with a guy in Seattle where we were from. We went to dinner and then to a playground that overlooks the Space Needle and the Seattle skyline. We were sliding down the slide and playing on the swings. He got on a tire swing and started swinging around and asked me to go on it. I said, okay, but please don't spin me. I'm very sensitive to spinning. He said he wouldn't and I got in. Sure enough, he started spinning me faster and faster while I'm screaming at him to stop. He finally did, and I was so close to throwing up, but I didn't. I thought I was okay until we got in the car. We're flying down the freeway, and suddenly I felt it. I yelled at him to pull over the car, but there was not a good spot, and I could not hold it anymore. I opened the door going 70 miles an hour down the freeway and half threw up in the car and half threw up on the road and kept throwing up until he found a pull-off. He was a total neat freak and was mortified, and he begrudgingly told me he had just detailed his car that morning. We pulled off at a gas station and I paid to have it all cleaned out. I felt horrible and was so embarrassed, but I did warn him multiple times that my stomach was very sensitive. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is what I don't get is when guys, it's like that shooting story where they're like, you said you're a good shooter. Like keep mentioning yeah. stuff. It's like, what are you trying to do? Make yeah. me feel like the worst person a in the world. idiot. Like when he's like a neat freak and he's like, hmm, I just detailed my car. It's like, well, I told you not to spin me on the yeah, tire swing. That's and you another did. thing when guys think it's so funny when you're like, please stop. And they just keep going. Yeah. Not funny. Not, not funny. cute. Yeah. Not funny. Not cute. It's not comfortable. Yeah. Not down for it at all. Leif, I will admit, sometimes when he like tickles me and I'm like, stop, yeah. stop. And he just keeps going. I'm like, I want to cry. Yeah. Like this is not funny. It's like so painful. Yeah. Oh boy. All right, we are going into our That's What They Said quote We haven't segment. done this for a little, for a hot second. Yeah, it's been a minute. Hot minute. Hot minute. Hot second. Quick second. You can go first, Chelsea. Okay, this one is simple, not like they all are. Okay. Fall in love with the process of becoming the very best version of yourself. And we've talked about this before of enjoying the journey instead of the destination. Because... I think a lot of the times we fall in love with the idea of the very best version of ourselves instead of the process and how even with health and any kind of journey that you're going on, you can't, I find myself doing this a lot and I'm sure everyone else does, but falling in love with the idea of when I get out of this rut or when I'm out of this or when I finally reach this, but that's never happiness and it's like the thing of the i'll be happy when this happens you'll never be happy because as soon you'll have like that spike of of joy for one second like oh you get the dream job you're like happy for two days and then you're like what's the next thing well it's so crazy i was talking to leif about this the other day and it's not that 
I mean, it's not the same. It's not as deep, but I was telling him it's weird how you buy something new that mm-hmm. you're so excited about and it literally, the novelty wears off within a week. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Like there have been things that I've bought that were more expensive that I'm like so excited about. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm never going to be sick of this. I'm obsessed. Yeah. And then no joke a week later, I'm like, eh, I don't really care anymore. I mean, yeah. it's fun, but I'm not like so obsessed with it. Yeah. It's because it's, it's so... like the excitement of buying the item. Yeah. So you really, I mean, that's like a material. Um, well, it's things thing, exactly but... like that. Yeah. Even when you get your dream car. Like Kylie Jenner was saying one time, when you can buy whatever you want, it's not it's not happiness. Yeah, it's not really fun anymore. It's yeah, like, well, exactly. It's not that so, exciting when you can literally just have endless money. It's like, well, yeah, well, it's fun for one second. Like, yes, I, I'm a billionaire. I can buy whatever I want. It's like, why? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I buy a Lamborghini. Cool. So it doesn't. I know. It You're doesn't not really impressed. Yeah. So anyways, I like that fall in love with the process because if you're enjoying it constantly, even when you're in the worst of it and you're finding ways to like love the process that you're in, you're so much happier. I found that when I start to, even when I'm struggling to be like, okay, this is the best thing that could be happening to me right now. And in five years, I'm going to look back on this time and wish that I was happier at this point. So I'm just going to be happy. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Okay, my quote is, whatever you believe about yourself on the inside is what you will manifest on the outside. Oh. And, I mean, all these, the thing about quotes is that I feel like sometimes they're just, you know how sometimes you'll hear a quote, even like the one you just said, where it's like, trust the process, and you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't really, like, think too far into it, and you don't really apply it. Mm-hmm. But this is something that I really do believe, and I've caught myself, like, I mean, we've, and we've talked about this a little bit before, too, but... Whatever you believe about yourself is like truly what's going to come out and how you're going to act. So if if you're super insecure and you, if you're almost comfortable with being insecure, you know how people have certain things about them where they're just like, this is just the way I am. Mm -hmm. I'm just super insecure. Yeah. I'm just super shy. But when you get comfortable with that, like that is who you become and that's what will manifest on the outside and that's what your life will be. So sometimes I'll think certain stuff like that about myself. Like, oh, I just... I mean, this isn't about literally who I am, but I'm just like, oh, I'm just not a morning person. I just like mm-hmm. can't wake up early. <clears throat> so then that becomes literally who, who I am, am who, mm-hmm. what my life is. It's like so impossible for me to wake up in the morning. I just dread mornings. I hate mm-hmm. it. And I've always also said like that I could just never be in like super good shape. Like yeah. I'm just like, I'm just petite. I'm just kind of like skinny and small. Like I don't think I could ever really be like super fit. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I've been my whole, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm starting to realize that your thoughts are just so powerful. And so whatever you think about yourself internally, even if you're not saying it out mm-hmm. loud, if you just like have these thoughts in your head of like, oh, this is just the way I am. This is whatever. Then that is what, how your life will be. And that's just what will manifest in your life. So you have to kind of, it's hard, but like I said, you don't even have to say it to other people, but just internally you have to believe in yourself yourself. as cheesy as it is yeah and believe those certain things like i can change Mm -hmm. i can do this like if i want this bad enough i can get it yeah and then that's what will manifest in your life like i really 100% believe that and i think if you don't believe that and you think that's bull crap try it then yeah because like genuinely try it because i think the people who think like oh yeah 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 it's like they've never tried Mm -mm. it because i believe that it works yeah i believe it too the law of attraction is so incredibly real it's so real it's insane so anyway hope that lifts your spirits hope that gives you a little bit of inspo that reminds me real quick of the book i think it's called the perfect dog or something it's by caesar milan Uh i think that's how you say his name i'm not sure um the dog whisperer he I've read two of his books. The first one is How to Raise the Perfect Puppy or How to Raise a Perfect mm-hmm. Dog. And then the other one is Training the Dog or something. There's two books anyways. The one that I was reading um, about how to be the best owner you can be is he was saying the worst thing people do for their animals, for their dogs specifically, is put personalities on them. And mm-hmm. I do this all the time with my dog. I'm like, oh, she just loves this. And yeah. Like, oh, she just like this. She just is kind of a scaredy cat. Like they put these things on their dog. Yeah. And he's saying they're a wild. Like you have to understand that there's a wild animal living in your home. Yeah. And that's what they are. They're not, they're not a human. Right. They don't, you know, like knitting. They don't 
they're just an instinctual animal that's not as high functioning as we are in terms of having these complex personalities. And yes, every animal is different and there are things that you can notice about your dogs, but he's saying to do that is a disservice to them and to, because the number one thing people do for their dogs is give them affection. That's what they think is going to make them the best dog ever. But he's saying you need to give them discipline first, exercise, and then affection. And people go, oh, well, they just want to be loved like a human. They just need to be loved. And yes, they do. But also they aren't this, I don't know if this is even making sense, but they're not this complex human. Yeah, they're just, you can't like place. I wonder if the reason he's saying that is it because if you're like, oh, my dog's just a scaredy cat, then you cater to them? Is that what he's saying is the bad part about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly. Well, he was just saying it's it's kind of heartbreaking to not think that about your dog, but it's yeah. a disservice to them. I don't know exactly. I don't the remember reasoning. why, but probably something. Also, like, oh, she's just kind of scared of the water, then they're going to be scared of the water. Right. But he was also saying it's then you think that you know what they want. Yeah. And you don't. You have to think. Instead of thinking, what would I want if I was a dog? It's no, they're an what animal. would a dog want? Yeah, like, what would an actual dog want? And they would want to be fulfilled and do. That's why service dogs and guard dogs and police dogs are so well trained and happy is because they're so well balanced and dog things. You know, yeah, that's interesting. They have a purpose. Whether he was saying because all of these LA dogs, they're just pampered all day, and then they're the worst dogs because right. they're not you know, given discipline and given exercise, they're just pampered and given affection and constantly whatever. So no, that makes sense. But it is kind of heartbreaking to think about it. Cause when I was listening, he's saying it's hard because then all of a sudden you, you give them this person like, Oh, this is Sophie. This is who Sophie is. And it's like, well, yeah, actually just a dog. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if any of that made sense. If you want to read the book, you can go read it. <laughs> But it's called Caesar's Way. The Natural Everyday Guide to Understanding a Correcting Common Dog Problems. Oh, and Correcting Common Dog Problems. I need to read that more. I started reading it when we got Lady Butt. Or the How to Raise a Perfect Puppy. But yeah. I need to read more. Okay, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We love you so much. If you guys enjoyed listening to this episode, like always, you know the drill. What, what should they do, Chelsea? Screenshot your screen. Share it to your Instagram story. Tag us, What We Said Podcast. We can show you some love and yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Um, also, like I always mention, if you guys want to subscribe to our podcast on the Apple Podcast app, you'll get notified when we have new episodes, which is just a good way to stay updated. If you want to leave us a review, that would be awesome. It helps us a ton. Five stars, nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we're so grateful for you guys. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye. Bye.